everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of beauty in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute 10, which just before we get into anything, I do want to give a trigger warning. There is a brief mention of suicide in this minute. It is literally one line, but if you don't want to hear that, we will let you know uh, what to skip. Uh, This minute begins with Savannah saying, that's in Spain? (laughs) Like Lainey wouldn't know where the Prado is. Um, And I have it going through Usher saying, as for that other dude, eh, if it doesn't kill you. So. um, Misty is talking about how all of, like how there are so many great artists whose whose work isn't known until after they die. And she says that their their work is known posthumously, but she pronounces it posthumously. Thank you. My first That's note. My first Thank note. you. <laughs> she says there there were and I don't know if that was a deliberate choice. Right. Or if Clea Duvall just does not know how to say the word and no one corrected her. I'm sure if it's the second one, I bet she's had about twenty two years of <laughs> Yes. But like I'm sure I'm sure it was a choice. Yeah. It had to have been a choice. I, I like to think that she yeah, it's sort of like so, so insufferable that it's like or I would also accept that's how they say it in England. If that's how they say it in like the UK or whatever. That um, okay. That would also be uh, a fine choice to have made. Yeah. Um, that's true. They yeah. might. I don't honestly I'm trying to think of the last time I heard um a Brit say posthumously it sounds like an aluminium sort of deal yeah or (laughs) lieutenant right oh that's a good one that i also like to imagine all right james headcanon she thinks that's how they say it in britain but she's never heard anyone say it that way she just Mm -hmm. assumes or someone called her on it yeah on saying it wrong once and she was like i'm just pronouncing it the british way to try to save face um, yeah, I like, like make them mm, sound stupid. Yeah, classic like, Misty. Like, oh, you're so stupid. You don't know that's how they say it in England. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, they give it and then uh, she gives examples. Um, and then I wrote before they give she gives examples. I wrote, I'm suddenly remembering this. These horrible girls. Yes. Um, yes. She says Van Gogh. She doesn't say Van Gogh, which missed opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Um then she says Pissarro, and then uh, Sav supplies Basquiat, which then Misty says, Basquiat, yes, thank you, which is so natural, and I hate it so mm-hmm. much. But I would like to talk to you about Van Gogh, Pissarro, and Basquiat. Please do. Van Gogh is the only one that I really know anything about. It's the only one you Van know. Yep. This We'll do a little triptych of uh, art history here. So Van, Van Gogh, uh, his first name was Vincent. I don't know Pissarno if... Pissarno uh, and Basque what? R- that, thank Sorry. you. Thank Sorry, you. Nope. I just needed to get that out. Yeah, that it was actually necessary. Um, yeah. If, if you have to apologize for anything, it's that it took, uh, it took that long to, uh, to give the, those very crucial addenda to... Mm-hmm. Uh, to that yeah so basically i i took tried to take notes on literally just posthumous fame for these artists 
So the fame of Vincent Van there's actually a, a Wikipedia article called The Posthumous Fame of Vincent Van Gogh. All right. <laughs> Which I was like, yes, please. Thank you. I'd love <laughs> one out of three. Let's see how we do on the other two. No such luck. Not as great. <laughs> not as not as de- delineated as this one. Um, it says the fame of Vincent Van Gogh began to spread in France and Belgium during the last year of his life and in the years after his death in the Netherlands and Germany. His friendship with his younger brother, Theo, was documented in numerous letters they exchanged from August 1872 onwards, in which the phrase Infinity on High appears, which is the name of the third Fall Out Boy album. Mm-hmm. The letters were published in three volumes in 1914 by Johanna Van Gogh Bonger. Bon- I want it to be anything other than Bonger. Bonjour. Bonjour. I'm going to call it. Bonjour. No. Bonjour. How's it spelled? B-O-N-G-E-R. I'm going to say Bonjour. Yeah, no. Bonger is the best I can come up with. Ugh, don't it's love it. It's better than Bonger. I guess little. that's true. Bonger. 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 So she was Theo's widow, uh, who also generously supported most of the early Van Gogh exhibitions with loans from the artist's estate. Publication of the letters helped spread the compelling mystique of Vincent, Vincent Van Gogh, the intense and dedicated painter who suffered for his art and died young throughout Europe and the rest of the world. And that is fascinating to me. So it wasn't dude made cool art also wrote letters. It was like, have you seen the guy from the letters art? Interesting. Which is wild to me. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's, I mean, how that kind of thing happens is always, is always so weird. It's like when you find out someone's a TV star, when then later they were gigantic in movies like Tom Hanks, uh, mm-hmm. etc. George Clooney. Yeah. Pissarro. Camille Pissarro uh, is this guy's name. This is one where I feel like um, Misty was wrong to include him. Okay. Kind of. So Pissarro was like... I'm so sorry. I've been inundating myself with uh, with Marvel stuff. He was like the the Nick Fury or like the like the guy from that thing you do of impressionist painters. He was like the guy that brought everyone together and sort of everyone sort of looked up to. Okay. Uh, Joe from Empire Records is maybe a better thing. Not that I need okay. to tailor it. You get what I'm saying, but uh, I have to. Well, no, the the that thing you do reference. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I don't know who Nick Fury is because right. I don't Marvel. So. Right. So uh, he basically established a collective society of 15 aspiring artists, becoming the, quote, pivotal figure in holding the group together and encouraging the other members. Art historian John Ruwald calls Pissarro the dean of the Impressionist painters, not only because he was the oldest of the group, but also, quote, by virtue of his wisdom and his balanced, kind and warm hearted personality. Uh, Paul Cezanne. Uh, said he was a father for me, a man to consult, and a little like the good lord. Okay. Which is wow. And then he was also one of Paul Gauguin's masters, and Pierre-Auguste Renoir referred to his work as, quote, revolutionary through his artistic portrayals of the, quote, common man, as Pissarro insisted on painting individuals in natural settings without artifice or grandeur. Okay. So, like, dude was, like, the leader of the team of impressionist painters. Right. So he's the only artist to have his work shown at all eight Paris Impressionist exhibits from 1874 to 1886. Uh, He acted as a father figure not only to the Impressionists, but to all four of the major post-Impressionists, Cezanne, Seurat, Gauguin, and Van Gogh. And now here's where uh, Misty might have been talking about. It says, during his lifetime, Camille Pissarro sold few of his paintings, but by the 21st century, however, his paintings were selling for millions 
An auction record for the artist was set on November 6, 2007 at Christie's in New York, where a group of four paintings, Le Cat Saison, the Four Seasons, sold for $14.6 million. The thing is, so like he didn't sell a lot of paintings during his lifetime, but it seemed to me as I briefly glanced through Wikipedia and so know him very well that maybe he didn't like try to sell them. Yeah, I wouldn't say that he was not known until, (laughs) like, yeah, that, that, I mm. feel like they could have picked someone else. Yeah, it almost feels like, that feels like a thing like in Empire Records, where you're like, they said that, and that makes no sense, but I wonder if they meant this other thing. Like, if they had Picasso in there, and they're like, oh no, he was super famous while he was alive. Right. Uh, Picasso sounds like Pissarro, just say Pissarro. And like, yeah, whatever. Um, so then Basquiat was an American artist who rose to success during the 1980s. Uh, he was regarded as one of the most influential artists of the 20th century. He was part of the neo-expressionism movement. By the early 80s, his paintings were being exhibited in, ga- in galleries and museums internationally. So at 21, he became the youngest artist to ever take part in Documenta in Cassel. At 22, he was the youngest exhi- to exhibit at the Whitney Biennial in New York. Um, the Whitney Museum of American Art held a retro- retrospective of his artwork in 1992. Uh, in 1997, he died of a heroin overdose. Uh, nope, since Basquiat's death at the age of 27 from a heroin overdose in 1998. Um, so he died of a heroin overdose at 27, 27 Club, but for art, um, in 1988. And then since that time, his work has steadily increased in value. And then at, at a Sotheby's auction in May 2017, untitled, a 1982 painting by Basquiat depicting a black skull with ye- red and yellow rivulets sold for $110.5 million, wow. becoming one of the most expensive paintings ever purchased. It also set a new record high for an American artist at auction. So wow. Basquiat seems like a good call. Van Gogh also seems like a good call. So two out of three, and Meatloaf says that ain't bad. So I guess we can forgive them for this, especially because of what's about to happen. Yeah. So, you know, as we're sitting here and we're like, I don't know, it seems like you guys might have um, some stuff wrong on that whole Pissarro thing. Yeah. They decide, and here's where our trigger warning cuts in, skip ahead about 10 seconds. Yeah. They decide to tell her that they have decided that she should kill herself in order to be famous like them in order to be famous which is and we're back in which is fucked i wrote these two are internet commenters but in real life yeah which means that they look at the person that they're saying the horrible things to which is way worse (laughs) so Mm -hmm. the john wayne gacy thing from last minute feels like way more accurate yeah then i noticed in my mind's eye from before they're painting the same thing. Did you notice that? <laughs> I, I did. I did notice that we saw Misty's, like, kind of stained glass Harlequin clown. Yeah. And I noticed that Savannah was also painting a stained glassy Harlequin clown. Like, different takes on the same thing. I thought they were going to be doing a model. I thought they were a still life, was what I was expecting. Sure. And then we get to Laney's, and I'm like... Okay, I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Either Lainey didn't follow the prompt. <laughs> right. Or the class is not actually all painting clowns. Right. Exactly. And just these two clowns. Um, yep. 
So yeah. then I wrote, um, Misty looks like a reject from the craft. Mm-hmm. Because just her whole deal. Yep. And then I I have switching scenes. So do you have anything else from the rest of the scene? I do not. So then we switched. We cut to um, Zach. The, well, classes get out and it's that, that thing of the bell rings and all the doors fly open and the kids rush out. Yeah. Um, which I never, which I didn't experience a lot. Like as soon as the bell ringing doors opening, like, yeah, th- there was always a very, the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you sort of feel to, uh, the schools that we, that I went to. Right. Yeah. But then, uh, Usher starts talking, uh, the DJ, the, uh, the campus DJ is what they call him in the, in the credits. Yeah, which, okay, I have a question about this. Yeah. Does he go there? You know, I don't know. Or is this like his job? Because surely if he's a student there, he's not getting out of class early to go set up in the booth to talk to them over the PA system in between classes. I mean, like, I have to imagine it's like a tech ed um, broadcasting project or independent study or something where he still has to go to other classes but like during his the period where he he would have tech ed or you know whatever and a study hall or whatever and then like before and after school he does dj stuff okay so he doesn't talk to them in between every class break this just happens to be the one where he has like an overlap of independent study and study hall right and then I would imagine he would also do the morning announcements. We don't see yeah. that necessarily, yeah, yeah. but like. Well, I feel like that's kind of what we saw at the b- very beginning. Right. When he was playing that. Um, Liz Fair. Liz yeah. Fair yeah. song for them. Right. I guess um, that was like a pre-morning announcements music. But yeah, I'm sure he does the morning announcements too. Would you like to know about Usher? Yeah. Tell me about Usher. Um, well, his name is Usher Raymond. Um for a brief time as an actor, he went by Usher Raymond, but I'm pretty sure by this point he was just going by Usher. Mm-hmm. His top three, he was Gabe Santora in The Faculty. So that's two people from The Faculty that have been in this uh, minute. Mm-hmm. I remember The Faculty being pretty good. I, I, I might want to revisit yes. that one. The Faculty is the... I'm pretty sure that that's the one that the TV dub dubbed over all of the fucks with the word fooey. Oh... So when I think it's Josh Hartnett's character is like having a fit because he's mad about something and he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. It's dubbed over fooey, fooey, fooey. <laughs> and it reminds me a lot of Anson Mount's little um, dirt kicking temper tantrum mm-hmm. in Crossroads. I, th- is, is, I think Josh Hartnett might be upset because the entire faculty is aliens, but... Mm-hmm. I think that's why, yeah. I think that's I think that's the same. I think that's that's just as, as upsetting for sure. As as girls driving your car? Yeah. Anson yeah. Mount totally wasn't overreacting one hundred percent. No, not even a little not bit. Even he was little. completely valid in his feelings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Usher also played Kevin the manager in the movie Killers, which was that Ashton Kutcher, Catherine Heigl movie. Okay. Where I think he was a hitman and she was also there or something okay and then uh his third thing was on the fast and furious which was the fast and the furious six soundtrack 
on the song Rest of My Life, where it was Ludacris featuring Usher. Okay. So he also played Marvin Gaye on American Dreams, which is a show I feel like I would have loved had it been streaming on Netflix and not a show in the late 90s that I didn't ever know what time it was on. Okay. Uh, he was on episodes of Seventh Heaven, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and in the movie Texas Rangers. And I only picked out stuff where he wasn't, ladies and gentlemen, Usher, like okay. sort of deal. Um, so he played different named characters in all those shows. Uh, okay. His first credit that I could find on IMDb was that he was on the Poetic Justice soundtrack with the song Call Me a Mac, uh, M-A-C-K, um, and... I just want I, I the other thing that I, I downloaded for our recording session um, is the cover of this uh, of this album of this single and I want to I want to send it to you now okay um, because aw and here's the cover of Call Me a Mac on on the Facebook channel oh I sent it to Colin Welp <laughs> Th- that's gonna take some like, explaining get- later yeah I was like I, I'm getting nothing. James? So that's just that's just what you get for being the pod boss, I guess. There is the cover to Call Me a Mac. <laughs> Aww. Look at little Usher. He's just a baby. He looks like he's like 11. He, I think he was 13. Um, I'm yeah, not going to call you a Mac, Usher, because you are an actual child here. But in, in 1993, that was right around uh, Crisscross, too, which their names okay. were Mac Daddy and Daddy Mac. These children. I don't really know Crisscross. That All you have to know is they wore their clothes backwards. One of them, their rapping name was Daddy Mac, and the other one's rapping name was Mac Daddy. And they were children? And they were about Usher's age, if not... Oh, geez. About Usher's age, I'd say. Okay. Um, so that's his first credit on IMDb, though it appears that he was on Star Search in 1991. Okay. Um, because... His, one of his trivia things is that at 12.1 seconds, he holds the record on Star Search for the longest note sung by a child. Oh. Which is something that someone somewhere has kept track of. So mm-hmm. thanks, you Star Searcher. Mm-hmm. Other trivias, he is co-owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. And he has a road named after him, the Usher Raymond Parkway in Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right. So... Uh, that is all the trivia and Usher stuff I have. The only other note I have is relax, man. No one knows it's you. Hang in there, Zach. And then that's the end of the minute. <laughs> or it, Then he starts quoting Nietzsche, but we'll get into that yeah. uh, next time. Yeah. Love when my campus DJ that is my campus DJ and not a local radio DJ starts quoting uh, nihilist philosophers. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my favorite. Love it. Then he plays Liz Fair. Just mm-hmm. defy like taking tropes and and shooting them like like clay pigeons. Mm-hmm. That's all I have. Okay. Well, we as a podcast are on Twitter at je underscore minute movies. Individually, James can be found at unabashed James, and Aaron can be found at unabashedly Aaron. Sometimes. I'm not on Twitter. Theoretically, you can Theoretically. Listen, you can send her messages, and then it'll be like the mail, where yeah. she's out of town. Uh huh, and, and like then she comes a back and she later, gets it. I'll get back to you, right? And so then, then she'll reply like, <laughs> and then you'll be like, contact. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun experience <laughs> that everyone looks forward to. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network. 
And as a as members of the Scavengers Network, we have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash the scavengers network, where for $2 a month, you get access to so much bonus content. There is written content, there is audio content, there is video content. It is just the Patreon is rife with bonus stuff from us, from other creators, from other creators plus us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you like bonus content and you have an extra two bucks or more that you want to kick our way every month, then uh, you should go check out the Patreon and tell them that James and Aaron sent you. Right. By clicking the checkbox uh, that says James and Aaron Minute Movies when you sign up. Mm-hmm. I think that's it I think for that's it. this week. Double digits. We're into double digits I know, now. I know. The movie's almost over. Yep. That's a lie. That's <laughs> the a movie, lie. the TV show, she's the episode She's All That, where Zach gets broken up with and then that's it. Ooh, that's a fun game, breaking the uh episode breaking the movie into like TV episodes. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or like, you know what? This, like, you know, Zach gets dumped is a pretty solid yeah. Major plot point for the pilot. Yeah. The not-so-sweet life of Zack is what we could mm-hmm. call the episode. Mm-hmm. Fuck Cody. All right. Well, it is time for us to sign off, much like Usher probably does when he has to go to class, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. He just leaves the mic open. Probably. I in, At the um, radio station that my sister worked at, they would turn basically their iTunes on shuffle to broadcast mm-hmm. when there was no DJ. So maybe that's what yeah. he does. Yeah, probably. There's just a low-lying uh, riot girl mid to late 90s feminist uh, soundtrack to their school days. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. Some of the teachers <laughs> have requested that they, you know, just not play music during class. But, you know, <laughs> what Usher wants, Usher gets. And Usher <laughs> wants to play his iTunes on shuffle. Because iTunes definitely existed in 1999. For sure. Usher wanted to call it my tunes, but uh, they mm-hmm. did not let him do that. That's true. They should have, though, because he's fucking um, Usher. Anyway, join us back again next week. Have a great weekend. Don't forget your paint stained overalls. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.